Hey there, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Joey P, joined by my co-host, Eve, and welcome to our very first episode of Talking Shit. With our podcast, we want to have honest discussions on modern ideas and issues with a fun, youthful twist. We want you to have a good time with some good content. Today, we are going to be discussing the most relevant person of 2020. You may know her, you may know someone who knows her, you may fear her, and she might have even made your life a living hell. That is Miss Rona, a.k.a. COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> right. Alright, so before um, COVID-19 happened, what was your life like? What was going on in it? Um, so I was getting ready to be a senior at Temple and I was just turning 21. You know what I mean? I was, I guess I was preparing for the summer. I was optimistic to say the least. You know what I mean? I was looking forward to, I think everybody went into 2020 and this is like, the universe was just like, haha. Like everybody was like, this is my year. You played yourself. Right. <laughs> like, did you see that tweet? It was like, 2020 said, I'm going to take you somewhere and take us to hell. <laughs> yeah, like, really. Like, I was just like, this is my year. Like, I'm going to do bigger and better things. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do. I just, like, I had a lot of plans for 2020 and it just went south real fast. No, I agree. I feel like life was amazing, like, before all this stuff happened. I'm going to say it was amazing, Joe, but it was definitely better. I was, oh my God, I was, like, thriving. Like you said, I just oh, turned 21 you. before all this happened. Yeah, I just turned 21. Oh my God, it was amazing. Before all this happened, I went to New Orleans for Mardi Gras for my 21st. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. All right, mm-hmm. it smells a little bit, but, you know, <laughs> you get what you get. We live in Philly, after all. <laughs> but no, um, like, it was, like, back-to-back, fun things were happening, like, I was kind of in the works of getting like an extra like side job. Which mm-hmm. The minute COVID happened, it took that away. Right, right. I did. I definitely had a lot of plans. I had just taken a trip to New York City. I was in, um, I was in Lower Manhattan, and I fell in love with the city. And I was just like, I want to be a New Yorker. And I was just like plotting on how I was gonna take over the city. You I know want, what I mean? Exactly. Like, I want to be Carrie Bradshaw, but I exactly. cannot afford that E in way. the city. E in the city. <laughs> yeah, so with that being said, I also was, like, I'm going to go to law school, so I was like, alright, I need to find a summer internship. Exactly. So I need I needed to do that. And that, well, I mean, obviously, you guys can tell what happened. I didn't get my summer internship, and I have no idea. I am lost. I don't know what I'm doing with my life right now. I feel like a lot of people can relate. I don't know where I'm going. I don't, I really, I'm so confused right now. And honestly, I'm just saying a prayer. All right. Right. I, I don't mean, know where I'm going. So what about when um the lockdown and all kind of finally happened? When they, or like the quarantine, I mean, like what was going on in your life, like during quarantine and all that stuff? So my initial thought when they were like, all right, we're going online for the rest of the semester, I was like, look at these idiots. I was like, COVID-19 ain't even that deep. Like, look at them. We're about to be out. What are we we doing? What are we doing this weekend? And then everything was like, nah, you're not going out. Everything started shutting down. And I was like, oh, crap. It's getting serious. People started to die. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, I started getting scared. It's real. Right. I was like, it's real. (laughs) 
I was so mad because I was just like, damn, like I had so much like to do, like so much planning. I felt like it was the apocalypse. And then you were house right then. Right. Every, yeah, people like, were like stocking up on um, toilet paper and the, the shopping, um, the supermarkets were all like empty. I was like, where are we going to get food at? Like I started to panic. Like it was, it was scary the first, like, I want to say three months. I will never it was really that. scary. The whole water bottle and, um, yeah, the, the toilet paper and the sanitizer and that just shows you how selfish people are if if there really was a a shortage of things why are you buying up a whole like people had like crates like why are you being that selfish what about the rest of us you know what i mean americans are so freaking selfish to touch on that i think that's something that COVID 19 proved was how selfish Americans exactly can be during all this it's, stuff. we were still proving that point how selfish we can be i think every week it's like we like shit on ourselves like, yeah oh, we, we, right. outdo, we, we outdo ourselves if that makes sense <laughs> how selfish we could be it, i laugh but that is so sad that is so sad i remember classes got moved online and i slacked off during quarantine a little bit i could have had an a but you know i had a b it is what it is you live in your lane honestly I think we all went into it with the mindset of, oh, it's online, I'm going to cheat. Or it's going to be so easy, I'm going to use my notes. Like, no, sis. I tried that, and I got, like, a C on one of my exams, like, my final exam. I was, like, trying to cheat. I, like, downloaded the um, I downloaded the PowerPoints, and I was, like, in, like, um, on my iPad, there's this thing where you can, like, type in what the question is, and it pulls up that section. So, like, I got this in a bag. I ain't even got to study. I'm just going to type. I got a C. Okay. I was, like, see, that's what you get. You played yourself. Oh, Quizlet came in clutch. I did. All right, guys, this is how you cheat. Keep listening. Um, <laughs> hopefully, my future employers do not hear this. <laughs> but now, um, and then COVID nineteen with the COVID fifteen, I feel like I put on like ten pounds during. I put on probably I put on probably twenty pounds to like, be honest. There was nothing to do besides like. Just, I went from like one forty something to yeah. one almost one sixty. I became like a couch potato, and I'm not proud of it. But you know. Yeah, I finished like I was watching like thir- like um tv series that had like 13 seasons and i like got to the 13th season in like two weeks so it was like a COVID depression and then a post binge depression yeah i mean i don't know if i went through the depression phase i just went through the very unmotivated phase um or was that like the the whole thing yeah was that like the whole <laughs> oh, thing you thought you were special yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like everybody went and i'm probably still going through it because like we're still there's that aftershock and like the the new norm that is forced upon us, and I feel like we keep going into new stages where it's like oh, you can go out, you can do this, but you can't do that, but you can do that. I know, and the things that we can't do are very important to our future, and that is like being in person when it comes to like classes and stuff like that. Like right now, I can't. I don't even have any motivational, like anything to say motivational for us to keep going because honestly, right now I'm like. I'm so unmotivated. I'm lost. I don't know where, I don't know how I'm going to get into law school. Like we might sit here and laugh about it, but it's scary because that's like, that's our future. Because a lot of everything was affected by education, people's jobs. Exactly. Thank God unemployment is a thing. Oh yeah. Unemployment saved a lot of people. And all you guys like who are mad about people receiving unemployment, shame on you, honestly. You know what I mean? That extra $600 was helping a lot of people who, who, probably would have never seen that you know what i mean it helped a lot of people so i'm very grateful for unemployment because i'm one of those people who can't afford my tuition out of pocket you know what i mean and thanks to unemployment i was able to pay off some of my loans and i was able to take less loans so you know what i mean like 
you guys are seeing people blowing their unemployment on designer and stuff. Some people who like are smart like me were using it on practical things. All right, I am guilty. I did buy a gold chain. Uh, I bought a little Gucci too, but (laughs) forget what you said. But I used it on important things also. Plus, that unemployment was also my money too. You know, I I had a job. I pay taxes. Exactly. So, not gonna lie. So, not only did COVID, I guess you could say, ruin my social life, but Mm -hmm. my sleep schedule. I was doing pretty good. I feel like before COVID, I would wake up at a decent time. I would go to bed at a decent time. Next thing you know. I'm not going to bed until 4 or 5 a.m. waking up at 1 in the afternoon thinking, what the hell did I do with my day? Right. Okay, so this is one thing that's really good about this podcast. So me and Joe are similar in a lot of ways, but we're different in a lot of ways, too. So we have two different perspectives. (laughs) He is the life of the party. He likes to go out. I am a homebody. So I'm going to speak for all the homebodies and the, the people who are kind of introverts. I'm an extrovert, introvert combination, but... I gravitate more towards the introvert side. (laughs) I like to be home. I like to be in my bed. So, you know, it was annoying that my everyday routines, like going to work or going to the mall or going to the movies or simply going out to eat was like I couldn't do it. But I wasn't heartbroken about it like some people, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I'm not a homebody. I feel like I'm only yeah, home to, I like, like to be home. shower, <laughs> sleep, and... Mother effort. <laughs> what? I will say that during quarantine... I love my bed. I love my space. Sometimes I just don't <laughs> like being around the general public. Oh, my that. goodness. Yeah, that's what I was going to touch on. Like, being around your family at home during quarantine, what was that like? Well, I would say that it actually brought us closer, you know what I mean? Which was really surprising. We didn't kill each other. We actually had really good moments. We talked a lot. We laughed a lot. We laughed a lot. Which was like a breath of fresh air. Um, Yeah, so it didn't affect us in a negative way when it came to um, being home together. So I always wondered how like um a lot of families dealt with it. Because like... I know people tra- probably wanted to kill each other. <laughs> like we're around each other and you know it's family. Like thank God. Mm-hmm. But it's like... We're all, we all busy life, so being in the house together every day, I was really nervous because if we get into some fights, but that's the nah. I, one thing, thing I admire about my family is we all know our limits. At least I, I hope we yeah. do. Um, if you, if I'm in a bad mood, I go in my room and I stay in my room. Um, so you're only gonna catch that toot if you come in and disrupt my peace. Um, yeah, everybody stays to themselves when we've had our limits or when we want to be alone, and I think that's. That's good. So that's probably why we didn't kill each other. I was shocked. Cause that's like, why I wasn't a hom- homicide. Yeah. like we, <laughs> didn't, we didn't kill each other and I was really shocked just because like, you know, being around people a lot is a lot. But um, yeah, I, yeah I, I always wondered how a lot of families dealt with that. During um quarantine, I was so happy. TikTok. I discovered TikTok. <laughs> happened, I discovered I TikTok too. I really was like talking a bunch of like crap on TikTok. I was Same. like, what is this? Like, I was like, this is for children. What are you guys doing? I was like, I hate Charlie D'Amelio. But, <laughs> you know, I kind of love her and I want to steal her career. Uh, I'm on black TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't be seeing no Charlie D'Amelio that often on my um Oh my! But TikTok is giving me Vine energy, and oh, I really love huge. it. I love it's it's it. oh my god! I'd be on TikTok and I'd be laughing my, I'd be cracking up. Do you bro. make your own? I want to be TikTok famous. Yes, I do, but I don't, I, I don't think I'm. I don't know. I'm definitely worthy. I'm not gonna say I'm not worthy of being TikTok famous, but like I can. I'm lazy. Oh, so you, wait, do you make any of them, or you don't? I made one TikTok. 
Because you do like bomb ass makeup. So you can That's make... the thing. Like when I People do my do bomb makeup, yeah. exactly. When I do my bomb makeup, I don't like. I'll I'll be like, oh dang, I should have did a TikTok for that. But that's like a lot of that's like that's an investment in itself. Like that's a lot of. I gotta show you because I promise yeah. you, it took me like a while to get it, but I finally got it. I don't right because you know us white folk don't have people don't have um rhythm. But <laughs> ooh, I beg to differ because some of these white boys be on TikTok and they be. Mm, I'll be like, look at you, you spicy white thirst trap. Thirst trap. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing. Huge like I, there's a lot of attractive people on TikTok. I don't have abs, so I apologize if that's what you're here for. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel about when um everything started to open back up? Um, I'm a little overwhelmed right now because it's like things are starting to open up and everybody who kind of felt like they missed out on like going out like people in my social groups like everybody's like trying to like i guess overcompensate now catch up yeah trying to catch <laughs> up like play the catch up game and um am i like never have i ever had had fomo but quarantine gave me a bad case of fomo like now i'm just like because what you like probably actually followed the rules and like stayed in yeah but now i'm like before like you know you saw all those tweets where people was like damn like i should have went out more i feel bad for like um turning down plans like look at me now and that like really resonated with me and i'm just like now i'm like i feel like i don't feel obligated because if i don't want to go somewhere i'm not gonna go somewhere but now like when all my friends are going somewhere and I'm just like, I kind of catch the vibe and I'm just like, you know what? Let me go do it because when this second wave comes back around, I'm going to, you know what I mean? We're going to be right back in the house and I'm going to be like, dang, <laughs> Joe's knocking on wood. No, but I'm like, dang, I should have, I should have went out and I should have had fun with my friends. So now we're like, we're kind of playing catch up. We're going to brunch every single weekend. Woo, child. I'm tired. I'm tired, but it's fun. You know what I mean? It's fun. I love it. And we're being safe. We're wearing our masks. Yeah, exactly. Stay, mm-hmm. you know, six feet away, wash your hands, wear right. your mask. They're the exactly. easiest precautions to follow. Exactly. But I was excited because it was just like, finally. But at the same time, right. I was a little bit like confused because I feel like some places it's like, like, I feel like Target the whole time was open and I was a little like, oh, like, what you, so you can't catch it <laughs> at Target. But you can't, it was a confusing process. It, COVID was definitely confusing. I would say that because like the guidelines were changing every day. It's like in the beginning they were like a mask will do nothing, and then all of a sudden it's like you can't go anywhere without a mask. So it was really confusing. Yeah, yeah, it was confusing. But I was not one of those people that was like, is is COVID a hoax? Yeah, like, I mean, at first you know you have your thing, like your your thoughts and all. But- by the end, it's a real thing. People die. Like it's I not, had like, that American. You can't be that ignorant to it. Like, yeah, I had that American mindset, which which we all kind of had. Um, that you know, it's the China virus. Like our president. Oh not, I, ew! I said our your president, <laughs> y'all's president <laughs> says the China virus. I used to think like, all right, that's not a problem with for us. You know what I mean? Like that's Italy and China's. You know what I mean? Exactly. We're good over here, and then like look at us now. We're bad over here. We're doing worse than them like, because we had that mindset initially. I feel like like kind of what you're touching on like the way like social media played into like being a commentary for the virus. I guess yeah. you could say like I feel like everyone comes out of like making tweets, you know, making posts like they have a PhD in um what would you call that like disease control? But... Right. That's like one of like 
I feel like social media has like that's a good thing too. How like it's so easy to like spread awareness and information. Like it's so fast. Like you can you can reach so many people. Exactly. But then again, it's like you can reach so many people with misinformation, and then we're all screwed. And then yeah, it's like one wrong thing, someone runs with it. People panic. People yes, are misinformed, exactly. and it's all about like I think just educating yourself. It's, I, exactly. It's not rocket science. You know, check your sources. Don't believe everything you hear. And then also to all you people who have a problem wearing a mask, what is a mask really doing to you? Tired what is my... it taking from you that you can't put a mask on your face? It hides my double chin. I'll wear, I'll wear <laughs> two at that point. Honestly, like. Like it's it's a free country. It's my body. If I don't want to wear a mask, okay, it's your body. But like other people are dying because of your choices. That's when it becomes like you can't be selfish. It is the easiest thing to do, but I don't know. Why. It's so easy to do. Like what is, what is, what is really being taken from you if you wear a mask? I don't understand that. I feel that falls into the category of people who love to be offended for like anything. Are you really finding a reason? The Karens. Yeah, are you really finding the issue with wearing a mask? Get the f- out of here <laughs> with that, you f- idiots. So, what did you um expect for college like this year? You know, because we're all it got cut short. It did get cut short. I don't even remember the spring semester how same. it ended. It came and went, and it didn't say goodbye. The best thing Temple did for us this spring semester was made um grades op and didn't make it optional. It made um it gave us what was it? It was something like you you can opt out of like. The grade going towards your GPA and just get the credit. And I did that for a couple classes. So I really appreciated that. But then again, like, it kind of hurts us in the long run because when law schools and med schools see that, like, they don't really like seeing that. So mm-hmm. it's just like, you guys are doing that for us now, but our our rules going to change in the future when law school looks at my application? But yeah, but like you were saying, like, I guess... Like for fall, what were you like going in? Like, did you have any like high hopes, or were you kind of just like? I guess my high hope was that we will be in school. I thought that, person, yeah. yeah, I thought that we would see how everyone, we would see how serious this was, and we would get our stuff together, and we would be able to um try to bring back the old norm. I really thought we would be in school and we just have to wear masks and stuff like that. But as you can see, you know, Temple just closed down because, yeah. yeah, they tried to have like um, classes, in-person classes. But y'all don't know how to act. Y'all came back to campus and y'all was having parties. So how you like that now? So you packed excited. up your stuff. You packed up your stuff from your parents' house, went on campus, acted a fool. Now you back in your parents' house with COVID. <laughs> you I'm ruined just, it for all of us. I'm sad because I was so excited just to like because I went to a community college. You know, I feel like it's. I know me and you nice. both. I yeah. I didn't even get to experience like college life. Like I exactly like, like the like the cute university, exactly. like the cafes, like the places there. I only like, I only experienced like um the fall semester, which is honestly the worst semester because yeah. it's cold, it's rainy. Like I was looking forward to the spring semester because like Temple has like bell tower, like they have a bell tower and everybody meets at the bell tower. Yeah. And like you have golden hour pictures. I didn't even get to experience that because of COVID and. Now I'm a senior and my senior year is online. So I really, and in law school, like, I don't even, you know what I mean? Like law school is going to be so serious. I'm not even going to have the pleasure of the balance of like a social life and school. So COVID really robbed a lot from me, a a lot from all of us, really. 
and I feel like we allowed it to. Like, we're to be at fault as well. And Zoom U, I hate Zoom University. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm Zoom not an online learner. That was my biggest concern because like, I'm such an in-person person. I have to, like, I build feel like, a relationship yeah. mm-hmm. and, like, know my placemates and, like, right. get involved and join activities. Now it's like, I, I, like, a couple hours ago, I was at an event, but via Zoom, and I'm like, what the hell is mm-hmm. this? I'm exactly. not being engaged. Right. I'm doing it because I feel like I have to. Exactly. I don't care as much what my classes. The littlest thing, it feels like so much effort I had to put into it it's like so hard not harder but I mean just more like it's not what I came for yeah I don't feel obligated to pay attention which is really sad because now like I have to like force myself to be engaged and do what I have to do whereas like when I was coming in class it was just like it wasn't even like a uh, if I should read, it's like, you better read so you can know what everybody's talking about in class. You know what I mean? Now it's teach yourself. Yeah. Now it's like teach yourself. And now it's like, oh, I'm going to teach myself. I'm going to rewatch. I'm going to rewatch the Zooms. But then it's like, I don't do that. I procrastinate. I push that over. And then now look at me. I'm like so far behind in class. And then I caught myself. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm about to say this. But I caught myself like taking a nap once during a class. Why? And I caught myself. Like, he was talking in the background. I caught myself. Turn, I turned around, and I was like, you're talking too loud. And I left the class. I was like, you're, di- you're disrupting my nap. That is horrible. You know what I mean? The, the audacity. Right. I, the was audacity. Like, I was like, the audacity of him to be talking during <laughs> my nap. But I'm supposed to be listening. I'm supposed to be, you know what I mean? It's a mess. It's just like, it's hard. It's really hard to like pay attention while you're in your bed, while you can turn your camera off, you have access to your phone. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, my phone is like, 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 it's like the worst thing. Ever. And then some of these teachers, like, yeah, I complain when teachers are like, all right, if nobody says anything, I'm going to just start unmuting people and calling on people. Like, I get mad when people say that, but like, that's the only way that's going to hold us accountable. Seriously. Because... Some teachers, honestly, would just keep talking until the time runs out and be like, all right, that was it for today. And then, like, when you look back on it, you really didn't learn nothing. You didn't catch any information. Not a thing. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's a rough situation right now with this Zoom University stuff. I mean, we make jokes about it, but, like, we are really being robbed of an education. Like, it's not even funny. Like, we're paying, like, a lot of money. The same. How are you going to charge the same thing? I know. Like, I'm literally teaching Capitalism myself. is disgusting. College is a, what is it, a business before? A, it definitely is a business. A, a educational institution. Right. But no, um, for the future, I just hope that, um, I guess, everyone starts actually listening. And who knows, maybe by, probably not next spring, but next fall, maybe, we could possibly be back on campus like it possibly be a little normal <laughs> yeah i plan on doing another semester at temple so hopefully you know things are different i mean honestly with the way this year has gone we've had how many months like eight to get it together eight and... months to get it together to get it together and we we did absolutely the opposite but we you know, are, I will say, we are kind of starting to, like, I think we just reached that. No, what is I don't it? think we're making progress. The 25, 50% of them. I think we're paying less attention <laughs> to the statistics and what's really happening, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that whole um, out of sight, out of mind. It's not happening to us personally, so we're not paying, like, we feel healthy and fine right now, so we're not reading into what other people are going through right now with COVID. I'm fine, so that's that's all I see. That's all I know. Yeah, my job. We even though like you're allowed to do, I think it's like 25 or 50 percent capacity. 
eyeball still doesn't want to we're still just doing sick out i mean it's, it's nuts because we're actually still doing like good are you guys closing everyone keeps saying that i heard wawa bought burns oh my god i know six million or 1.6 million who keeps saying this if any of you know this please let me know <laughs> knows it besides the workers here i don't mind i'm not gonna say who my sources are because yeah well, i heard it like I, I heard it from somebody who heard it from somebody oh, downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend got told her and somebody told him and then yeah but, and then i'm over here running my mouth <laughs> but anyway um thank you for tuning in to our first oh are we episode. done already I think so. We have a nice Did we cover everything? Do you want to go back to anything? Mm, do you want to go back to anything? I think we did cover like a good amount of things. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, so. I would say just remember to wash your hands. Right. Wear your, wear your mask. It's really not taking anything from you. Wear try, your mask. Try to keep six feet. I know it's a little impossible because you know everyone's constantly. Don't go to house public. parties. Don't go to Airbnbs. Just stop being reckless because you're not just being reckless with your life. You're being reckless with other people's lives. Be a little bit more considerate. You know what I mean? Have empathy. That's one thing. I feel like if we had empathy for one another as an entire country, then we would be like way better off. I feel like look at Italy. You know what I mean? Like if we didn't care about our economy more than we cared about the health um, of our citizens. Like look at um, Italy. They... Like people didn't have to pay bills for a while because they wanted everybody to stay home so the cases would drop. You know what I mean? We're over here like, all right, go back to work. <laughs> Make some money. You know what I mean? So just have empathy. You know what I mean? Think about what would you do if you if somebody you knew um, had COVID and their health was deteriorating and they could possibly die. You know what I mean? Think about it that way. You know? So, yeah. But until then... Please tune into our next episode. We hope to see you. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Yes, everything will be in our description. I have a YouTube channel, so go subscribe. Show your girl some love. Exactly. She does bomb makeup, let me just tell you. Thank you. Just keep remembering to keep talking. Support black businesses. <laughs> oh, wait. Just remember to keep talking <laughs> with Joey Payne. Thank Thanks you. for tuning in, guys. Bye. <laughs>